welcome to Simone J. What's up? It's Between the Weeks. With two freaks. Yeah. I'm Sydney. I'm Shu. And we're here giving you updates. That's right. What's been going on with you, Sydney? Since last week? Yes. I have, this is my fourth day off in a row. Oh, wow. And it's been pretty amazing. Yeah. I I highly recommend to everybody just to not go to work for four days <laughs> and you'll feel like a whole new person. What have you been doing? I uh, have been doing a lot of Pilates classes. Nice. Getting my hair done, picking up my car from getting repaired, doing animation, taking pictures of my ass. Um, wow, you're really getting it all done. I'm getting everything done. Yeah, repainting rooms in the house. I've been busy the whole time. I went, I saw Gone with the Wind in the theater. I've never seen it before. Oh. I, I think it's going to do well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll do well. Uh, I don't think I've ever watched that movie all the way through. It is a very good movie. Yeah. I understand that there are parts of it that are problematic uh, because it was made 80 years ago and it is about slavery and the Civil War. Um, However, uh, for 1938, when it was made, the cinematography is amazing. It is a beautiful, spectacular film. I also really liked all the characters. They were all very multifaceted. None of them are great people. Um, and I think that's like cool. Yeah. And I very much liked the love story. Uh, I decided after seeing it that I'm just looking for my own Rhett Butler. That is exactly what I would like out of a man. Oh, is okay. a Rhett Butler type because he kind of is like, you're no lady. Uh, but I like you for it because Scarlett O'Hara is very strong and powerful and independent. And um, and he's just like, I for all the reasons that men don't like you, I like you. And he kind of pops in and out of her life and he tells her, you ought to be kissed often and by someone who knows how. But I'm not going to do it now because you're not ready for me or whatever. And I'm like, I also need to be kissed often by someone who knows how. <laughs> so... I would have to check it out. Yeah. I don't remember it at all. I We had it um, as a, a VHS. It, mm-hmm. it came with two VHSs. Yes. It's four it's, hours long. Yeah, it's really long. And I just remember uh, beautiful dresses, but I was really young, so I wasn't really paying attention to like the storyline. Yeah. Um, to check it out. Yeah, very good. I saw it in the theater. There was an intermission. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was very nice. So that happened. Um, I went on a date, which was like not great um, because it was a date and those are fucking terrible. Was another. Uh... It was another Internet date. OK. Um, I I'm contemplating that maybe my quest for a daddy is ill advised. And I say this because... Yeah, tell me. Okay, if the alternative is dating men in my age group who are fuckboys or finding a nice daddy type, the the distinguished daddy is very hard to find. And I just can't be... I can't go out in public with one more person whose fucking wardrobe is a sartorial skid mark where it's just like there's no style whatsoever. And maybe I would rather just get my pussy eaten by some fucking hipster idiot. You know what I'm saying? 
Where at least they're um, pretty. Yeah, I do. I understand that. But also, like, we live in Phoenix, and that's just, like, older man style here, I feel like. Like, yes. there's not... Like, it's, I feel like it's going to be kind of hard to come across an older man that's, like, very stylish. I know one. He so. listens to this podcast. He just doesn't want to date me. And that's fine. Kudos to you, sir, with your great. clothing. Yeah. You are, you are a handsome devil and you dress great and good for you. But every day that you don't have sex with me, I just want to let you know that I'm a little bit sad about it. Um, but um, But, oh, also, I was going to say... Uh, maybe instead of looking for like such a specific person like type you should just look for a nice person well okay but this is the thing I've been going on dates with nice people uh-huh. and they are boring as fuck no but you know what I mean like, yes open yourself up uh, to just like shoot. maybe you'll you should just date like um I don't know just like Maybe just some random person will come your way. I'm trying. I am casting a wide net. I am open to many opportunities. I just am like, okay. I just feel like you're on a daddy quest. I would like a daddy. This fucking idiot I went out with the other night is only like 40. So Uh he's not a daddy yet. Um, and he's a nice person, but is so boring uh-huh. where it's like, where is your zest and passion? And like, just like a little bit, I'm not saying you need to be bipolar and have be a very intense, <laughs> have intense motion emotions in all directions, but just be right. le- he reminded me a lot of that fella who was bad in bed where it just was like a shell of a person. Like you've been dating guys that need to be visited by the queer eye fab five. Yes. And you need someone who's already been there and is growing from their makeover. Well, and it's just like an exciting, interesting, engaged person. Instead of these content motherfuckers who are like, I'm fine with my stupid t-shirt and jeans and my stupid job and I'm just content with life. Mm -hmm. I want someone who's like passionate about like new and better and growing and whatever. And that also comes through in your wardrobe. Yeah. Because... If you just haven't changed jobs in 10 years and you haven't bought a new, like you haven't developed a new style in 10 years, you're just not an evolving human being. And I can't with that. Yeah, I totally get that. Because that that is boring as fuck. And the fact that they're content with it drives me fucking nuts. Like this was a conversation that I had. Like somehow in the context of this conversation, um, I said, oh, yeah, I had to cancel my vacation for April, just my car stuff, and I just couldn't reasonably spend money on vacation. And I just – I really like to have – I like to go on vacation all the time because it gives me something to look forward to. And he's like, well, just don't be bummed out. Yeah. I'm like, okay, first of all, I didn't say that I was, and also you can't tell me not to feel my feelings if that's my feelings. And uh, I was like, well, yeah, but, you know. And he's like, just just don't be sad. And I said, I have multiple college degrees and I have a high schooler's job and I live in a garage. Like, I have a lot to be sad about. Yeah. And he's like, just tell yourself you don't feel that way. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, I can't with this. And I'm not. Are you my dad? Are you my fucking dad? And second of all, like someone who doesn't. They're not someone like that who's like, yeah, just. Oh, he goes, he goes, think happy, be happy. 
And I'm like, you shouldn't be fucking happy with yourself. Have you looked in the mirror at your outfit? Think happy, be happy. happy." I'm like, it's a lot more complex than that. I spend all of my waking hours on being a happy person because I have this thing inside of me, this horrible, horrible, dark thing inside of me that like involves all of my energy to fight it. And if you have no idea, like if you have no understanding Mm -hmm. of what it could possibly be like to be depressed, I don't want to be in the same room with you. I'm not saying I want to hang out with like depressives, but like you got to understand my struggle. It would be like a white person who says like we're in a post-racial world and a black person just being like, you don't fucking know my struggle, bitch. Right. Like... I just, I dated that fella for years off and on and he and I would like lay in bed after sex and be talking and joking and like talking about suicide like and we would Mm -hmm. joke about it and stuff because like we both had this darkness and we met because we had both just gotten sober and like I find comfort in that and just like if you don't understand like but, like, he's a mediocre white man, so of course he has that confidence. Yeah. Have you seen that meme that's, like, God grant me the self-esteem of a mediocre white man? <laughs> no, <laughs> but that's great. Yeah. And I just, like, I, I like, left uh, that date, and I was, like, furious. I'm, like, you oh, just. that's a bummer. You. Oh, and he tried to kiss me. And I'm, oh. like. You're so fucking bland that you have no idea what a connection is because we didn't have it. Like, we did not have a connection. And I gave you a hug goodnight and said, thanks for meeting up with me. And then you tried to, like, kiss me. Uh Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Do you know what it's like when you connect with another human being? Because it wasn't what happened with us. Did you just, like, dodge it? Yeah, I dodged it. It was real awkward. And he did not text me or anything afterwards. So I think... The point got across. I don't know. Dating is fucking weird. Yeah. Also, his eyebrows were really waxed. And I'm like, why is none <laughs> of you groomed and stylish, yet you have Jackie Michelle Johnson's eyebrows from 2002? <laughs> because that was what was on his fucking face. That was hilarious. It was bad, shoe. Oh so anyways, I'm like, maybe... I just need to get my pipes cleaned by some fucking fuckboy who at least is pretty to look at and gets real heated talking about a new record that came out. Yeah. Because at least he cares about something, even if it's fucking dumb. What record was it? No, no, no. I'm just oh. saying, like, in general, oh, okay. like, my fuckboy stereotype. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Would be like, boy. yeah, you haven't heard this Sorry. album? It's yeah. so good. Uh, you know, and I'd be like, yeah, it's just a fucking hipster band. Yeah, but I'm yeah. glad you care about something. It'd be better than your... Uh... Okay. Then someone telling me to think happy, be happy. Oh my. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you. So that, yeah, I've, I've survived worse. Yeah, totally. I I just am like part of uh, the process, I guess. Yeah, it is part of the process. It's a terrible process. Pop music would have you believe that love is just everywhere. Yeah, it's not. No, it's not. I I used to think it was. It's hard. It's hard to find connections. I'm just like reminiscing in my mind right now about like when I was single. But I've never, I'm like a relationship person. I've never been single for that long, like maybe a year in between a few boyfriends. But, um, you know, when I was single, like the last time, I just got really blacked out drunk, walked into a bar and kissed the first guy that was like standing there. Yep. We went on a few dates. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I I wasn't attracted to him. Like we weren't connecting. And then uh, he tried to like booty call me like a month later. And I was like, who is this? And he's like being weird. He's like, yeah, is this blah, blah, blah? Is this blah? I'm like, no. Um, yeah, I don't know. Dating's weird. It's I, weird. And the older you get, like the fewer uh, options there are. And so I feel like I'm I'm casting a very wide net mm-hmm. and I'm just like exploring any opportunity where uh, I, I mean, the next person that I meet that I feel any sort of sexual attraction to, I'm going to be like, hey, let's let's go on a date. Yeah. What's your name? What's your name? We're going on a date. <sighs> Because I find you attractive, and that's very rare. I feel like this might not be helpful at all, and I realize that I've been in a relationship for almost eight years now, so I have no idea about dating. Mm -hmm. But my only advice would be to just try and be open. Mm -hmm. And, like, when I really wanted a relationship, I used the power of the secret <laughs> like you know the documentary yeah so um i don't know i think maybe maybe try secreting it i mean um, i'm ha- trying to have a more open heart because i know that yeah. i'm very guarded and so that's part of the process is that yeah and that's what i mean by be open not be- like just accept yeah. anyone who comes your no, way but, but be ready for the opportunity when it presents itself yeah because in the past i have definitely um been closed off like not even known that someone liked me or been closed off to the idea of it because I was just dealing with personal shit and so it's the fact that I'm in a very I'm very open to any opportunity that presents itself because it would be real cool to have like a little love in my Mm -hmm. life that would be nice I would like to get my pipes cleaned regularly by someone I like being around which doesn't sound hard to find but it sure does it sure is yeah so, yeah I'm working on it yeah when I secreted I I got crazy I pushed like my clothes in my closet to mm-hmm. only half the side like half of a side uh-huh. so there was half of an empty side for my partner oh I would like sleep on one side of the bed um like you have to really I did that for a while it seems crazy but it's just like that thing of like I already have what I want and then you get what you want. I did for a while and it did lead, lead to me having my last boyfriend train my dogs to sleep in the living room and not in bed with me because I thought I need to have room in my bed mm-hmm. like metaphorically there oh, needs right, to be right. room in my life for a partner. Yeah. So there's that and then also because I have been freeing up my schedule because I just basically like was biting off more than I can chew mm-hmm. and involving myself in more projects than I could finish. And I've kind of backed out of all of them because I wanted to have time to just the things that I'm doing do really well and also work out a lot because um, that makes me a happier person. But um, it's allowed time in my schedule where I can go on dates instead of being like, I can't because I have stuff going on every night. Um, so at least I have made the time in my schedule to go on these dates and then (laughs) say I would have rather done that thing alone (laughs) because I had to make conversation with you and it was terrible. Yeah. But you're you're in the right track. 
I'm on the right track. You're in the right direction. Yeah. I will. This is what I'll leave you with. (laughs) Leave me with good news. Oh, never mind. It's not good. Well, no, tell me. I was going to say, you know, I I secreted. I did all of it. Uh And um, that was my last relationship before I met Deacon. And it was absolutely terrible. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. That's yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. No, I'll, so, fi- I'll find, yeah. I'll find no, someone. It's, it's hard. All, it's yeah. hard when it's like you keep meeting people that you don't like. It's like, it makes you discourage. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I would, as I always say, I try to fall in love as often as possible, even if it's just for a weekend. And I definitely have had some weekend boyfriends that have ended up like they maybe had a panic attack in my house and it got really weird and they hid notes in my home while I was sleeping. Um, like there've been some weird, there've been some weird incidences, but at least I got to feel that feeling, those butterflies, even if it was just for a couple days, um, which is encouraging instead of going like striking out again and again and again, and then just going like, okay, well, maybe those butterflies aren't out there. Yeah. So yeah, I just need like a little something. Yeah. Like a little hope. Yeah. Um, otherwise, like, my sex life is exchanging wink videos with someone who lives 3,000 miles away. And, like, that's not really a sex life. It's not. Right. It's it's fun. It's a, um, it's like a time killer. Like- it is a time killer, but, like, I would like to actually be next to someone. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Because wink videos aren't aren't sex yeah not not quite no almost but not quite nowhere near it nowhere near it can't tell you the last time I like laid next to a man and felt delighted to smell him or be near him or it was August so it's been Uh, a while yeah if I hit a year mark without being like enchanted by someone fucking christ i gotta get rich so i can hire i told my mom this too i was like i'm gonna hire i need to make money so i can get some richard gear style prostitutes because i saw that movie yeah american gigolo oh uh and you get what you pay for (laughs) you the men who are offering it up for free that ain't shit no you do need to go to like an escort website if that's what if that's the road you're gonna travel for a minute yeah because who knows if we could please crowdfund like three thousand (laughs) dollars so i could just get one of them richard gear style steamy night one steamy night oh my god what if it turns out i don't have depression i just needed a really high-end escort (laughs) you're like once a year i just go to this escort service and i get a full pipe cleaning and my friend come over (laughs) after after the first few years you know we're really comfortable now yes you call him your friend (laughs) that's what my friend called my dealer oh really i said something about my dealer and then she's like so your friend over there i was like we're not friends she's like i know but i just figured i would say friend yeah that's like my grandma with anyone i've ever dated your friend like oh um you and your friend (laughs) can stay in the spare bedroom with the door open you're like okay your friend yeah and especially like my gay cousin she's like oh his friend or her friend 
Everyone's just friends. Oh my god, you know? keep amazing. it keep it very PG. keep it cash. Yeah, keep it cash. All right, I'm no looking. One needs to know. I'm looking for a really good friend, a very <laughs> expensive friend. It's what I want. So okay. we'll, we'll, we'll work on that. Yeah, I'll secret that. Okay, start secreting it. Make a a collage board. Collage your feelings <laughs> onto a plaster board. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I don't either. This has been a really long ramble. No one cares. What other updates do we have? Um, I went to a rave. Ooh. And that was fun. It was definitely a lot better than the rave you and I went to. Um, no, that was the best rave ever. <laughs> sorry to say. Okay, fine. But, um, yeah, there were like different rooms, a lot of DJs, a lot of people on drugs. Mm-hmm. Um. We were standing there and there was this couple just like intensely making out, like trying to swallow each other's faces for like 30 minutes. I saw a picture of that. Oh, did you see that? And I said, I want anyone to kiss me with the passion that that woman is sucking that guy's face. Like I pointed to them and started laughing. And then Deacon was recording the DJ. And so he started recording them and they had zero idea. Like, you know. You know, normally you would like feel someone. No, not when you're you. that when you're they that in love. So into it, yeah. And I was like, you know what? Yes, this is great. <laughs> um, so that happened. The cops showed up, and we had to stay there for a little bit because they're like, no one go outside. And then when we we're leaving, they're like, you can't drink outside. I was like, I'm going home. Like, the thing is, we we're both sober. The so entire you're... time. So it was just kind of like I felt very much like an observer mm-hmm. and not a participant. Yes. And um, it got to the point where it was like one in the morning and the person we went to see was playing. Um, I think his name's Sluggo. So check him out. <laughs> um, I don't know. Apparently he's really popular already. So he doesn't need my plug. But anyway. But you'll plug the slug. Yeah. <laughs> Good one, Sydney. Good one. Uh, but yeah, I got to be like one in the morning and, you know, everyone was getting pretty hyped on the dance floor. And this like I was just standing there kind of on the edge of the crowd mm-hmm. and someone like came right up in front of me and started like headbanging and her hair was like slapping my face. So I was like, OK, I'm going to move. So I moved to another part of the room and I was like on the edge still like mm-hmm. as far back as I could be from people and then another like a dude just stood right in front of me and started head banging and I was like dodging his hair and then his friend came up next to him and the, everyone had these like colorful tube things that uh-huh. they were just like rocking back and forth it looked like I don't know like cucumbers or sea foam whatever <laughs> sea cucumbers sea cucumbers there you go um and I saw so his dodging hair and sea cucumbers mm-hmm. and I was just like getting really irritated. And I was like, okay, I need to leave because I want to punch this person in the face and they're having like a wonderful time. Yeah. So, like, that's I'm fucking up their vibe yep. and I'm a grumpy old woman and I need to go to bed now. Yep. That pretty much sums why I don't go to bars anymore. <laughs> so, so we went and uh, yeah, I was like, they were trying to get to stay inside. And I was like, I'm going home. I'm out of here. I'm old. And the guy was like, I just had to, t- like, I have to tell everyone. And I was like, I, I understand, but I want to go. So, but it was still fun. Um, also, I've been cooking. What have you been cooking? 
I made chicken breast. Nice. With Brussels sprouts. Nice. I made a taco salad. Ooh. Um, and I I never cook. Uh-huh. So this is a feat. It's a feat. I don't like cooking. Uh-huh. I realized um, when I made the chicken breast and Brussels sprouts that it gives me anxiety. Really? Yes. And this is weird because I I realized, like, I have anxiety so often that I don't even realize when I'm having, like, an anxiety attack. Because it's just normal for you. Yes. Yeah. It's just, like, my mode. Uh-huh. And so I made the chicken breasts and the Brussels sprouts, and we were eating dinner. And then I just started thinking, like, what if I didn't cook the chicken right? What if I got chicken juice somewhere? Salmonella. Salmonella mm-hmm. is what my head was screaming. And It's I was very like, rare, actually. I've poisoned my husband like he's probably gonna die in the middle of the night or i'm gonna have to take him to hospital like i just started spinning Girl. out of control and i was like holy shit like this sucks that uh cooking is making me have an anxiety yeah attack. um but i just sat on the couch and watched tv and um ate my chicken and it was fine and i was like you know what you're not gonna die you're gonna eat this entire chicken breast uh-huh and be fine. Uh-huh. And then I was. Yeah. So um, that was exciting, like, two days later. Yeah. When I was like, I overcame that. I mean. But in the moment, I was like, I kind of just wanted to slap the chicken out of my husband's yeah. hand and be like, you're going to die. Um, so, uh, yeah. I, I, I can kind of relate to that. Like, I don't live with as much anxiety as you do. But, um... I've always been super anxious about food where I once ate something where I used pico de gallo as a salad dressing and then I found out that their pico had olive oil in it and I was so paranoid about the extra calories like it just Uh sent me into a tizzy or I used to if at Subway uh, I'd get anxiety about asking them to change their gloves between making a meat sandwich and a veggie sandwich and then if they used a a knife that had touched meat to cut my sandwich like I wouldn't eat my sandwich I'd have an anxiety attack about it and um I decided a couple months ago I've I've been vegan for 20 years I've been Mm -hmm. a vegetarian since I was seven and I decided that I didn't want to be that anymore because I just number one it's not the healthiest and it's not working out for me and um also I just don't want to be evangelical about anything anymore and so it was a huge triumph for me uh to go to subway with my friend and not have them change gloves between making her sandwich and mine and they cut the sandwich with the same knife and I ate it and it was no fucking big deal there was a lot of anxiety going into it like oh my god ah and then it's like it's not a fucking big deal and just be mm-hmm. like being able to let go of that anxiety and go it's fine yeah it's fucking fine you're fine everything's fine um yeah yeah uh it's, it's hard uh going in but if you can get over that uh panic attack it makes it a lot better and you just realize like we hold on to our neuroses because for me my neuroses are part of my identity and just like shattering that self-identity and um and realizing that it's fine that I don't need these like 
restrictions on my life. Like that's not who I am and that I'm not going to die if I, if meat touches my food, if I eat meat, it is not the end of the world. I'm not going to, you know, and just like letting go of our fears. Because I feel like sometimes you let our, your fears define you. Yes. I'm scared of heights or I'm, I don't like this or I have social anxiety and it becomes part of how, your definition of self. And it's like, well, what if I have been using social anxiety to be part of my identity? And then I realize like, oh, I can go to parties. And then, I don't know, just like rethinking yourself, reframing yourself. Yeah, that's that's definitely something I've been thinking about a lot lately because I'm I'm just at a point where I'm exhausted of being so paranoid about everything. Yeah, it's a and, lot of um, energy. Just having all of those thought cycles that just like never end. And uh, yeah, I just recently was thinking like, you know, like, I don't have to be like this. Mm-mm. Like, there's nothing that says, like, I have to be this person. Yeah. I can change if I want to. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's just been something that I've been working on. I'm just, I'm going to start going to therapy. That's good. Um, but yeah, I, I was happy that I, I ate the chicken. I ate Deacon, finished all the chicken. No one got sick. No one got sick. Everything was fine. And I think that um, I've stayed away from cooking for a long time because of those like type of panic attacks where mm-hmm. I just think like I'll make something for myself and then I'll eat it. And halfway through, I'm like, what if I kill myself? Like, what if I did something wrong, yeah. even though it's something as simple as like couscous or uh-huh. whatever? <laughs> so I think um, just getting over that and deciding that I'm going to start making myself food and like nourishing myself properly yeah instead of constantly going to places where I can get stuff pre-made or depending on Deacon to make me dinner Mm -hmm. like I can take care of myself and it's fine and I'm not gonna like hurt myself yeah so yay yay for being a (laughs) grown-ass woman no I I'm sure like you feel ridiculous saying it but like I I understand that it is like it's a triumph to just be like yeah I can fucking do this yeah um, it's something I talked to, I have a friend who's not you who had anxiety problems and I'm like, I think that you've built yourself such a tiny window of comfort that you don't even know what your life would look like outside of that. And you're, it's really scary to you. And I think you need to picture what, what you want your life to look like and what it could look like if you let go of those things. So it's not as scary to let go of your anxiety because you have an idea of what it looks like on the other side. Um, for me and my food issues being like, what does it look like on the other side if I eat, if I don't starve myself? And it's like, I'm there right now and it's fucking fine. Like I know what my daily life looks like without anorexia and it's fucking fine. Yeah. Um, and like just being like, okay, yeah this is this is what my existence could be Mm -hmm. um and then it's no longer scary yeah like and listen with food you're always going to get diarrhea at some point whether you make it or someone else does like diarrhea is out there (laughs) (laughs) cha-cha-cha well speaking of that too um another way that I've been battling my anxiety is because another thing that I'm really paranoid about is death Uh Um, not only my own death but other people like I know I really care about someone when I start 
like getting scared that they're gonna die constantly. Oh, man. I'm like, oh no, they didn't answer their phone. Are they dead? Maybe. Oh Uh-oh. my god. Um, but anyways, uh, I decided like you know what? One thing I can do is I can like be a healthy person. Yeah. And take that fear and turn it into like power Uh and if I'm afraid of dying like the one thing I can do is take care of myself and then at least I can say like I know I'm not gonna do anything to hurt myself but if I just randomly die on the street or whatever the fuck like it's out of my hands yeah basically Uh it's fate yeah it's not me so I've been going to the gym like every day good which is great yeah because I'm just turning a negative into a positive. Yeah. It goes to the, my theory. The best thing that you can do for others is be good to yourself. Yeah. So you hear that? Uh, everyone out there that we love, take care of yourself because that's the coolest thing you can do for us. Yeah. For be everyone. Cool to yourself. You know, I feel like we all put so much pressure on ourselves and uh, it's so easy to just go towards negative thoughts mm-hmm. than it is to conjure up positive thoughts mm-hmm. and um we, you know we all need to be nicer to ourselves like yeah it's a classic like would you say that to someone else yes. no you'd never say tell someone else like you're ugly or you're fat or whatever i do it every so day why but... do you do that to yourself <laughs> you just go around telling people, yo bitch you ugly <laughs> no i talk about their eyebrows on a podcast <laughs> it's fine it's totally acceptable oh, you know who you are you what the fuck Okay. Do we have time for one more update? Yeah. Because this is really good. Okay. I bought tickets to Beyonce. Ah, that's amazing. I got an email from her personally. (laughs) You got a personal email from Beyonce. Letting me know that her pre-sale was starting Uh and she'd really appreciate it if I came. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, she does. She's quite fond of you. She gave me the code. Nice. So... So when is Beyonce? It's in September. Nice. Yes. So uh, Deacon has claimed that he wants to go. That's amazing. So we'll see. Because I didn't think that would really be a show he'd be like really carry their way about. I feel like he would really enjoy a Beyonce show. I think he's going more for Jay-Z. Okay. But, you know, she's amazing. Like she's going to put on the best show. Yes, she is. So. That's super exciting. That's like pretty much like my highlight of the week that's a great highlight i got up at 7 30 in the morning i took my dog for a walk i meditated i drank coffee look at you i laid on the couch and at 9 a.m exactly i bought my tickets yeah so i you know i couldn't afford the the ground seats Uh that i wanted but no matter where i am you're going to be in the same room as Beyonce. Her power will reach me. Yeah, it sure will. So, so that's exciting. Yeah. Hail Satan. Right? Yeah. Praise the goddess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounded so cheesy. Praise the goddess. <laughs> I mean, we're ridiculous human beings. Yeah. I so. like, I hope no one gets offended whenever we hail, say hail Satan, Um, but... You know, the reason I do is because I don't believe there is a like, you know, commercial like there is. Satan. Yeah. Like and the devil I, with the, the, the tail and uh, the horns and, and the hell. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't believe in that. Well, and I say hail Satan because as a part time Satanist, yes. 
when you worship a deity, you're really worshiping your inner power. And so mm. you're hailing yourself and your own strength. Yes. So that is what I mean when I say hail Satan. I am not a practitioner of black magic. Nor am I. But I might try it if it gets me some daddy dick. We don't know. We should read that book I bought about the sigil magic. Okay. And maybe you should try that. I heard on a podcast that I listened to, this guy wrote in and said that he did sigil magic because his wife um, couldn't get pregnant. Mm -hmm. And so he made one, um, you know, to get pregnant. And she did. I'll go on a few more online dates first. (laughs) And I might fly out to see that one fella. I feel like I would rather I would rather buy a plane ticket just to get dick than to practice sigil magic. But if if that doesn't happen, if if no, if I've exhausted all options, I was gonna say, you know what? This is good news because this tells me you are not yet desperate. This I'm not desperate. Not, this is not desperate times. If I hit August and I have not had a little bit of romance in my life, if it hits August, yes. If from this day until August I go a hundred percent without having sex, I'll bust out the sigil book. I will have we'll read sigil it by the then. fuck out of it. Yeah, I'll tell you. So we'll what say to do. what's today the whatever day it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, that day in August, if I have not had sex, we'll sigil some shit. I'm putting it in my calendar right okay, now. Okay, yeah, put it in your calendar. <laughs> we'll put it in the Simone J. Google calendar because <laughs> we have one. And that'll be that'll be the time. And but I I'll explore a few more options before it comes to that. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. All right. All right. Well, happy Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed all our neuroses. Woo woo.